Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Matthew. We're up to the fourth chapter right now. We have just finished a few episodes looking at uh, Jesus' baptism, how he came to John. Remember, John was preaching, uh, repent, okay, repent, for the kingdom is at hand. And people were repenting. They were confessing their sins and repenting and being baptized uh, for that. Uh, which is an interesting thing we didn't really get into a whole lot, but what the purpose of that was and why that was. Um, generally speaking, I'll just say this, uh, that it was a, a public declaration of their confession and their repentance. But I think it's also what we see even within the, the New Covenant. and by, uh, When we confess Jesus as Lord and Savior, they were being baptized uh for forgiveness and repentance, okay, and this type of thing. They were confessing that they had sinned, okay? That's what John said. You know, I have come uh, to really prepare the way for the one that is yet to come. So he said, you know, he's the one, the voice, the one crying in the wilderness, that type of thing, you know. <clears throat> but these people were confessing their sins and uh, then being baptized, Hmm. Here's what I think it is. I think it is a declaration of whose side you're on. Okay? Of whose side you're on. I know it is from the perspective of um, the new covenant. Okay? I know that without any doubt. John says, hey, I've come and I baptize you with water for repentance. Okay, they were repenting. <coughs> and that's exactly what they were doing with us. When we're baptized, we are declaring we are the Lord's. Mm -hmm. We are the children of the Most High God. We believe that Jesus is Messiah. And we are making a declaration publicly before all the people of the world, okay? Those that we see here as human beings. But we're also making a declaration within the heavenly realm, among the divine beings, okay? Of whose we are and literally whose side we are on in this battle. That's what's happening. And it's interesting with Matthew because as soon as Jesus is baptized, he comes up out of the water and, you know, a voice from heaven says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Remember, in the original uh, writings, there's no uh, chapter division. There's no verses. Now, of course, we don't have any of the original extant copies of anything from the Scripture. Like we don't have the original letter that Matthew wrote, the gospel that he wrote. But when you sit there and read it, you can tell that it's just a writing that flows. The very next thing that happens in Matthew 4, the first word of the first verse is this, then, okay, then, T-H-E-N, then. Well, that ties it into what happened. It says with the baptizing here. So he's baptized. He comes up out of the water, and it says this, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Well, that is interesting, isn't it? <laughs> He's baptized. He comes up out of the water. And at his baptism, guess what you see? You see the Father. You see the Son. 
and you see the Spirit coming upon the Son. You see God in all of the fullness of the Godhead. And you see uh, roles, you see functionings, you see a relationship between Father, Son, Spirit. So as soon as he comes up out of the water and he departs from there, the Spirit leads Jesus. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit, it says right here. Jesus was led by the Spirit. Over in Jesus' uh, what we call the high priestly prayer in John 17, uh, Jesus is uh, praying to the Father. And he's praying on behalf of disciples, uh, the immediate disciples of the day, uh, the uh, 11 at that time, the apostles, but also for those that believed at that time. And then he's also praying for us. How do I know that? Because in the prayer he says, uh, Father, I don't only pray for these, but I also lift up those who will believe because of what they say. <laughs> that would be us, right? And so it's for all those who are believers. And Jesus makes the statement that, you know, Father, I did, only did that which you told me to do. I only said what you told me to, to say. Jesus was led by Father and by the Spirit. So here the Spirit leads him into the wilderness, and there's a purpose. The purpose is to be tempted by the devil. Okay? And all, I'm looking at three different translations here right now, the King James, New American Standard, the English Standard, and the Lexham. And all of them say to be tempted by the devil. And that word devil means... Uh, uh, one who uh, falsely accuses, okay? Uh, one definition I'm looking at says a, 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 traduce, a traducer. Uh, we often will say, okay, this is um, Satan. Uh, well, yeah, maybe. Uh, if you have the article in the Greek, the ho diabolos, it means the devil, which is what we've got here. Uh, but it doesn't say Satan per se. <clears throat> but it does say accuser. And you see this all through Scripture of being accused. But it's interesting because Satan here is going to tempt. The tempter is going to tempt Jesus. And this is coming at the behest and by the direction of the Spirit. The Spirit leads Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And people go, well, yeah, okay, we know this story, so what's the big deal? Well, there's a couple of big deals involved with this, I think. Uh I was having a discussion with a gentleman here of late, and uh, I could tell he was sort of having a hard time with some scripture we were talking about and understanding some things, because in his mind, God would never, ever allow anything uh, bad or horrible to happen to us or be the one who would initiate anything that would be difficult or that would be challenging. And we were actually talking about portions of the book of Job, <laughs> and, you know, in Job, God literally looked at the accuser, okay? May have been the same accuser, may have been a different accuser, but it's, a, it's an accuser, a tempter. Looks at him and says, have you considered my servant Job? God was the one that literally, for lack of a better term, literally set up Job. He's the one that initiated it. Here, the Spirit leads Jesus into the wilderness for the point and for the purpose to be tempted by the devil. So here's the word of encouragement really I want to leave us with today. Uh, when temptation comes our way, too often we think that, well, we are failing because uh, of our uh, faith. You know, we're not stronger than the faith in this. If we were just stronger believers, we would not be tempted, this and that. That's totally not true. Totally not true at all. Jesus himself was tempted. 
If Jesus was tempted, don't you know that we're going to be tempted? But we know what the Scripture says, that with every temptation, there comes a way of escape. The Lord knows about the temptation. He knows what's coming. He knows what's there. And He's given us the ability, the power, the wherewithal to understand when, where, why, how to escape from that, how to deal with that, and what to do with it. Jesus is a model and an example right here. We, how can we come back and say, well, you know, we're believers, and so we'll never undergo any times of trials or tribulations or temptations or persecutions or anything like that, when that's the very thing that Jesus went through. Remember what Jesus said. You know, the slave's not greater than the master. Than the master. They hated me, so they're going to hate you. They killed me, they're going to kill you. You know, don't be surprised by this, but be faithful in this. So when we start reading this right here, because this is going to be a really interesting account here in Matthew 4. Understand this that Jesus didn't go out into the wilderness of his own volition, but he was led by the Spirit. And why was he led out there? To be tempted by the devil. Why was he to be tempted by the devil? Well, we'll see as we go along, but if nothing else, we can know this. Uh, Scripture tells us that he understands everything that we go through, that Jesus himself has been tempted at all different levels in the same way that we have. Here's a portion of it, is it not? Well, my time's up. We got through one whole verse. <laughs> Great. We'll, we'll press on later on, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you then.